Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And in this chapter, it is quite a conversation dealing with the gift of tongues. Now, we know that in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2 makes it very clear that when people had the gift of tongues, they could speak in clearly known languages. Look in Acts chapter 2, verses 4 through 11, where people heard the message of the gospel in their own native tongue. So there's a debate in 1 Corinthians whether they are in reference to these speaking in other known languages or whether there is some kind of uh, babble that is being used by this church. Whatever it is, Paul shows us some truths about tongues. First off, tongues are inferior, especially to prophecy. Notice he says in verse 1, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Now, prophecy edifies the church, if you notice, in verse number 3 and verse number 4, where tongues, in verse number 4, edifies self. Tongues has a only a limited usefulness to the church in general. If you look in verses 6 through 13, in particular verses 6 through 11, it gives a picture of someone who is a musician. They play maybe the flute or the harp, or someone in verse 8 playing the trumpet, or someone who is speaking. The the message cannot be understood, whether they're playing music or speaking, it cannot be understood unless that message is communicated in a manner that is meaningful and understandable to the hearer. And he's saying, look, the gift of tongues is only limitedly useful because there are hearers who do not understand it. In verses 14 through 19, we find that tongues has only limited value in worship. He contrasts praying, singing, and blessing in tongues versus praying, singing, and blessing with understanding. And he shows us that when we uh, speak, uh, pray, sing, or bless with understanding, then that is for the edification of the body. For you indeed give thanks well, but the other is not edified. And Paul gives this picture when you uh, speak that you should do that with understanding, in other words, in plain language. Verses 20 through 25 show us the limited value that tongues has in the area of evangelism. Tongues, in verse 21, were not successful in bringing Israel to repentance. Verse 22, tongues is a sign to unbelievers. It is a sign of judgment. Verse number 23, tongues may even be a detriment to winning unbelievers because he says, will they not say, verse at the end of verse 23, will they not say that you are out of your mind? So Paul is saying, look, if if we think about the gift of tongues, it is only has limited use. Then he gives the restrictions on using tongues in verses 26 through 33. Tongues was not allowed without interpretation. There should be three at the most. And then he says the same thing about prophecy. There should be uh, two or three, and they should speak one at a time. Then Paul moves to the area of women in the church in verses 34 through 36. I do believe that as we look at verses 34 through 36 and having the women keep silent, this is in the context of abusing gifts and using the gift of tongues in an out-of-place sort of manner. And men need to take leadership and not allow uh, their wives and not allow the church to come a place where gifts and spiritual gifts like tongues are abused. 
Then verses 37 through 40, he calls us to obedience and again emphasizes that issue of prophecy. Verse 39, therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak with tongues. Let all things be done decently and in order. So he closes this section, 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, with the call that everything is to be done decently and in order. <music> 